0: You had to be doing it. There's no way you weren't doing it. I was doing it. Everybody in the area was doing it. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dayon Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates, other two teams in town that I cover, the same place that you found this. The football has reached... The point of having conference championship games, that's after a weekend in which Baltimore and Kansas City advanced in the AFC, San Francisco, and, oh boy, Detroit advanced in the NFC. Things you never thought you'd see. But you know what? That's what I'm here to talk about today. Things that right now, after watching these teams, all eight of them, over the weekend, that you don't think that you're going to see out of your current Steelers because you think they're so far away or because you think that there's no Patrick Mahomes here, there's no Josh Allen here, there's no Aaron Love, there's not even a C.J. Stroud here, there's, there's not anybody here that you'd want to have at quarterback to win a championship, and for that matter, a lot of the rest of the positions as well. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to share my own thoughts on this. And they are that this current Pittsburgh team, this roster as it's constructed, including cap restrictions and payroll issues going into the 2024 NFL season, isn't that far away. It really isn't. I'm going to ask you a question that's more relevant than anything that you saw this weekend, and that is this Were the Steelers competitive with the Bills? Sure, they fell behind 21 to nothing, so you had a a sink in the pit of your stomach before you had even a chance to enjoy the football team being in the postseason. But were they in the game? Were they within a touchdown in the fourth quarter? Were they within one significant play being made on either side of the ball from being right where Kansas City was at the end? The answer to that is not an opinion. It's a fact. It's a yes, because that's how they keep scoring these things. So that's where the Steelers are, present tense, relative to the Bills. Buffalo's better. Not by a whole lot. The Ravens, that's kind of a shaky one. It's a lot of fun to say that the Steelers are 2-0 against Baltimore, and the Steelers were 5-1 in the AFC North, so they were really, in some crazy definition, the best team in the North, which, of course, they weren't. But they were 2-0 against the Ravens. They beat them earlier in the season at Acrisure Stadium, and no, it was not the Steelers' fault that the Ravens' wide receivers dropped absolutely everything that Lamar Jackson threw their way. But the one that gets me, this is the kind of the, the stick in the craw for me when this subject in general comes up. The idea that the Steelers' offense did well against the Ravens' defense because the Ravens were resting a bunch of guys. Here's the actual scenario there. The Ravens rested three, count them, three starters. One of those three starters also didn't play the following week in the playoff game against Houston, which means he would have been out regardless. That's just plain old attrition. So the only player who was really held out Of any consequence was Roquan Smith, who's a very, very good player. But, you know, teams are missing guys, and they're expected to perform at the same level. So don't take that one away from the Steelers. They beat the Ravens. They beat them on their home field. And I couldn't care less that Roquan Smith was held out of the game. Or, for that matter, that Lamar was held out of the game. Looking at it from the other perspective, Lamar has always been and always will be more dangerous with his feet. He wasn't going to be running anywhere on that icy surface. And, oh, by the way, Lamar never beats the Steelers. So where are we at now? They're kind of there with the Bills. Not really, but kind of. And they're, you know, at least when it comes to -to head-to-head stuff, they're right there with the Ravens. When sharing the same field, and last I checked, that's usually how playoff games go. You end up having to beat the best team in the conference, and if the best team in the conference is the Ravens and the Steelers are playing the Ravens, hypothetically here, what do you think the line would have been? I'm just just throwing it out there just for fun. Would you not have to at least take somewhat seriously what happened in the regular season or for that matter what's happened in the past few regular seasons when the Steelers have really owned that team and that quarterback? Just throwing it out there. Look, I, I could do this you know, up and down the entire list of all of the other 31 franchises. The bigger and more relevant point to make here is that this team has the running game to compete with anybody. And I think they can actually be a lot better than they were in the 2023 season. You know, new coordinator and everything else. Maybe a new center, fortify the rest of the line a little bit. and The passing game... Here again, I'll invoke the new coordinator, but don't make me bring up that other topic. You know, we saw with our own eyes what this team looked like, what this offense looked like with a quarterback performing at an above average National Football League level. We don't have to wonder what that looks like. We don't have to fantasize about it. It was right there in front of us for four straight weeks. There's help needed on the defensive line. There's help needed at inside linebacker. There's support at least needed at safety and the corner positions. All of which is, I think, rather routinely available through free agency and certainly through the draft. But I like what's here. I like the cap space that's going to be available to address what isn't. And I like Omar Khan. And if Mike Tomlin does follow through on even even half of what he brought up in that press conference last week then you're going to see at least some of the change that needs to take place when it comes to coaching and other front office type aspects is there ground to be made up oh yeah definitely can they though oh yeah definitely when we come back j1q Today's J1Q comes from Randy in Boston, who says, DK, I didn't hear a whole lot of love for any of the assistant coaches from Mike Tomlin in his season-ending press conference. What are the chances that we see two new coordinators hired over the next month? Randy, I think there's a chance. I really do. I wouldn't say it's a high chance as it relates to Terrell Austin, which is what you're referring to, of course, since Tomlin has already stated he's going to go to the outside to get an offensive coordinator. But I, I didn't hear anything of the kind either. Now, now, that said, you have to understand that Tomlin has very, very little to gain by saying, yeah, I think we need to look at the defensive side too, because it sends out a public message of displeasure, with his defensive guys, all of them, when in fact he might be bringing them back. And that's not necessarily a great way to do business. And I say that regardless of how that would be received by the public. He's not employing the public. He's employing those human beings. Now, that said, there have also been significant differences between the offense and defense over the course of the past few months. Chief among them, being that the defense was hit with really, really rough injuries to absorb. And by that, I mean injuries all at one position where you just emptied out the tank, for example, at safety, and you emptied out the tank at inside linebacker, and then you allowed the opponent the entire middle of the field in which to operate against people who just came off couches. This is one of the reasons I was stressing in the first segment here not to get too caught up in Roquan Smith being rested or the Bills missing a couple of guys because you saw Josh Allen take full advantage of the guys the Steelers were missing, particularly on the one touchdown over Miles Jack's head. I don't know for sure that the Steelers prevent that touchdown if they still had... Cole Holcomb and Quan Alexander out there and a fully healthy Landon Roberts, and if they had a pass rush from a fully healthy Cam Hayward and TJ Watt hadn't gotten hurt, you see how this goes? You can do this both ways. But where the defensive staff, and Austin in particular, are concerned, I've heard mostly good things, and I'm going to have to prioritize above everything else that I've said here a reminder. And that is that Tomlin is the defensive coordinator. Tomlin is in charge of the defense. It doesn't matter who's got what title on what business card. He's the guy who's sitting there through every single meeting. He's the guy who signs off on every single scheme and approach. Right down to the individual diagrams. So if he's going to fire Austin, what he's really saying is right that he did a lousy job. So I'm not expecting that to happen. Also, remember, too, any name brand defensive coordinator that you'd bring, like, i don't know, just pulling this one out of nowhere here, not that he's available, but like a Wink Martindale or someone like that, they're not going to take this job. Not because it's beneath them, but because they would actually want to be able to run their defense. And they know, just like everyone in football knows, that Tomlin runs this defense. All told, I do expect other changes to the staff. I'd be surprised, for example, and this is something that I reported a couple of months ago, if Frisman Jackson, the wide receivers coach, would be back. But I don't expect it to be wholesale, and I don't expect... Whoever the new offensive coordinator is to be able to come in and say, I need to bring my guys. I think there might be an assistant or even a positional coach that he'd be able to bring in, but I don't think it would be like, well, if I'm going to take this job, I've got a whole room full of dudes that I trust. Uh-uh. No. I appreciate the question. Very good one. I appreciate Everyone who listens to Daily Shot of Steelers, we're going to do another one of these tomorrow.